0: Welcome to the Impact Business Show. I'm your host, Annalise Warne, a marketing agency CEO, business strategist, digital marketing mentor, wife, and mama of four little ones. Stay tuned for conversations with successful purpose-driven business leaders, as well as practical marketing strategies that you can action right away. We're here to help you master your marketing, build your business, and change the world. So let's get into it. Today on the podcast, I'm interviewing Davina Borrow Jones. She is the founder and solicitor director at the Mompreneur Lawyer. And she helps mum startups protect their businesses from legal risk with personalized online legal packages. Davina believes in empowering and educating women with compassion. And she does that by collaborating with mompreneurs and helps them to take a proactive approach to legal, legal issues. Her business offers an online, flexible, fixed cost approach to legals so that mums can have appointments in their pajamas without the kids, <laughs> the kids around and the ability they have the ability to budget properly. She uses the latest legal tech and she's constantly looking to the future. The mompreneur lawyer enables mums to focus their energy on building great businesses and becoming great leaders with the confidence that they deserve. So Davina's business, she, uh, she helps assist small businesses with structuring, e commerce, trademarking, intellectual property, protection, and privacy issues. And she offers some great value, customised, and tailored legal packages for online stores and virtual assistants, coaches, consultants, digital marketers. With website terms and conditions and all of that stuff that we really really need, and as one of Davina's clients, I can personally <laughs> testify to how easy she makes this process. That to me was so totally overwhelming. To me, this went really into the bucket of with, with legal and finance. <laughs> so, I need a dream team in those areas. So um, I'm really excited to have Davina to interview Davina again, and talk to dive into different areas this time thank you davina for joining me
1: thank you so much for having me on the show (laughs) i Um,
0: i'm i'm really really excited to have you here today because i think we're gonna you know this is something that we we need to keep coming back to and we need to remember when it's all too easy to just keep going with the day-to-day and i'm really excited today to dig into your expertise not only as a lawyer but also as a mompreneur yourself Um, so how could you that was kind of you know the professional side could you just introduce yourself to, to to the listeners to the viewers um from a bit more of a personal perspective and let us know what you're doing at the moment what you're excited about
1: Cool. <laughs> so um yeah okay so personally um I am a mum of one one very um lively 3-year-old boy <laughs> uh and he he's my world like like many many mums um but obviously you know my my business is is my world too so it's the the business mum juggle but I um, have passions outside of business as well Uh, I um I love to surf I am not a great surfer but I love to surf Um, you know that I love music and um, I love to play the piano I um what other yeah I I have many outside interests yoga climbing and yeah, most recently entrepreneurship, I guess, and, and the creative side that that comes with that. Uh, and um, of course, for for over twenty years, the the interest in the law. Yeah. So, yeah. Yay!
0: I love it. <laughs> what are you working on at the moment, Davina? What are you
1: yeah.
0: excited about on your entrepreneurial journey?
1: So there's a couple of things going on this year. Um, I recently launched a new website, which is, is um, you know, attracting a lot of attention, which is really nice. Um, it's a bit of a refreshed look for us. And um, I was also lucky enough to be the co-author in um, a book called Back Yourself. Now it's edited by Peace Mitchell and Katie Garner and was released very early this year. Um, And it's actually going to the Oscars. So that's really exciting. That's what's happening in April. Um, So by the time your listeners um, and and viewers see this, it it may have already been to the Oscars. So so that was pretty exciting to be a co author yeah yeah um and the book is uh it's basically inspiration for women to start businesses or women who have businesses uh you know to to give you a little bit of uh uplifting sort of um feedback from from other women who have trodden the same or similar path uh and real practical tips as well i think it's um a fabulous collaboration between there's 27 different authors so you get a lot of different perspectives and can kind of open the book at any point and dive into uh, some really neat tips and and inspiration for you so amazing getting that
0: that really very broad perspective from all angles
1: I think so yeah there's some of us that sort of are lawyers or accountants um, some that are health professionals some you know deeply into e-commerce and some that have you know only had a business for a few years some that have had businesses um, multiple businesses for over 20 years so there's a lot of diverse perspectives from there um in there and i think it, it's a really good read i enjoyed reading it so um and i'm very particular about what i like to read so there you go <laughs> there you go yeah i love that
0: peek behind the curtain i guess that's why i do this why, the, why i have the podcast because i very selfishly <laughs> get to <laughs> um interview so many people from so different walks so many different walks of life and get perspectives um, because we are going to align with certain things more than others of course Um, so yeah I I love the concept so tell me a bit about what you what your contribution to the book was about
1: okay so um, my chapter is entitled time well spent and the reason I chose that that name was actually because it's a movement uh, that was begun by an ex-Google employee called Tristan Harris. Now, Tristan was um, quite concerned about the effect that the, the kind of notifications that were coming up on email, you know, the incessant notifications that we often get, um, either from socials or from emails, and what they were doing to, you know, our lives, our, our brains, and um, and and everything sort of following on from that. So. I think every time we get a notification, we get a bit of a hit of dopamine and then it sort of encourages us to do it again, to to get more notifications and and it's obviously um, become quite concerning for our mental health. Um, I actually noticed that way back in 2005 when I was working at a u.s law firm um but i was working in the uk for a u.s law firm and they gave me a blackberry and i thought this was awesome it was just like this is so cool Um, but what ended up happening was that i was working sort of london hours and also u.s hours which meant i was working quite a long day sort of from nine in the morning eight or nine in the morning to 10 or 11 at night and because I had the BlackBerry, I was expected to respond to emails um, when they came in. So uh, yeah, I, I really, um, in hindsight, I realize how um, how that can really affect our mental health and how we have to be very aware of the kind of information we're we're reading and consuming the way um yeah we we let um socials or emails in almost invade our life in a way (laughs) yeah if you can put it that way so so that's why I called it time well spent because I think um it's probably the most valuable thing in our lives is time it's really it's not money it's it's um not your skill set um it's the time you have and the time you have left on this you know, in this incredible world uh, and uh, I think it's just so important that we value that time and get to spend it how we want to spend it um, and not be dictated on, on how we spend our time. So it's a bit, bit like, um, you know, we talk about a life by design. Well, you know, when you become really conscious of where you're spending your time, can then sort of design the life to suit yourself so yeah
0: it is funny how your perspective of time changes as you as you grow you know (laughs) as as a person and as your role changes like I Mm. know for my husband who is a, a carpenter was a carpenter he hasn't worked as a carpenter for a couple of years now but He, when we started our agency, was very attached to the hourly rate and it took quite a lot of, you know, mental like shift to move to, no, we're a value-based business, not yet that might have only taken you three hours, but we're going to charge X because the value is this and think about all of the time you've spent to be able to do that in three hours rather than, 30 hours yes. and all of that and that was a real big shift for for him as we mm. as we grew the business but not only that when you become a parent I think your perspective of time really changes okay. because you you literally see it moving behind like before your very eyes like you would be able to say oh that's you know and measure in height like oh that's three and a half years like, <laughs> right right there like <laughs> that's what that is yeah. and um yeah, yeah, and for me at the moment with a newborn, you know, time's kind of just warped because it's this never-ending yeah. kind of cycle of, you know, being up and works all over the place. Like I'll be working at 5am and then I'll be working at 10 depending on when I'm yeah. eating or what I'm doing. And so yeah. your time is so, um, I don't even know the right word for it, but it's just changes. So I'm, I love that you are bringing this to people's attention because I think sometimes, mm-hmm. Two, we can get really stuck in the day-to-day and just, okay, we're waking up, we're doing breakfast, we're doing working, and it just flies, like, yeah. and without conscious thought.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, so um, I think it's really important to hone in on what you just said, like that that conscious thought of, of where am I spending my time. Um, I used to sort of think, oh, my gosh, I just, wasted so much time doing this or wasted so much time doing that without sort of thinking well hang on there were lessons learned and and value in that as well so in in my chapter I talk about how like going back to 2005 I um sort of I thought I I had everything heading in the right direction I had a great job I was um you know sort of flying I flew off to New York for work I thought it was fabulous sort of corporate lawyer and then um a series of events happened that were quite tragic or very tragic in my life and um and so I in in summary I I was raped I I then um I fell apart partly after that, and then I was caught in the London bombing. Um, I was sort of a train away. So if you can imagine the subway, um, uh, I used to catch the central line, it's called, into town every day, and I was one try, train away from the one that was bombed. So we were sort of stuck underground for hours and hours, and that happened, and... and when I when I finally got into work, I was working on in um, a tower which was called Tower Fifty Two, and it was one of the tallest buildings in London, and it had been built to be bombproof. And so people were sort of saying, "Okay, um, we're in the safest place in London. This is this is okay." As as news became sort of um, spreading around uh, about what it, what was going on. Uh, but then after a while, people were like, well, maybe we're not in the safest place in actual fact um, because it could be, you know, a, a challenge, right, you know, to bomb to this building again. So then everyone sort of evacuated the building, then we went to, to Starbucks and then suddenly it was like, well, Starbucks is a US company, are we even safe here? So there was no place that felt safe during that that period and after having such a personal um, event happened happened to me and then such a, a public global um, tragedy happened uh, I I literally just sort of fell apart from there so my mind um, fell apart I was hospitalized and um, my mum actually flew out from Australia to to help me get back on my feet I had no job sort of um I, I was later diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, but it took me a long time to sort of get things happening again in life. And, and part of that was just putting the jigsaw of my brain back together again and taking sort of one step at a time and, and then sort of getting back to um, a situation where I could feel confident about myself. Now, after that happened and after I'd had this sort of big break from work, a lot of the the young lawyers that I'd been working with sort of looked over at me and were like, oh, you know, that's career suicide, you know, to take six months off from your career. And really um, it was, in hindsight, it was one of the best things that's ever happened to me. It's actually become my sort of superpower because from that time... I became incredibly, incredibly self-aware and aware of my own mental health. And that has only um, helped me grow and develop into a person who's very strong mentally. Um, yeah, so so I think, you know, sometimes we think these tragedies or these things happen to us and, and um, we saw it sort of fall flat on our face. But, you know, if we can find the value in that experience, move forward um, and grow from it, uh, I think it's, it's not time wasted. That time away from work um, was a healing process. Um, and, you know, it certainly wasn't career suicide. I came close to a different kind of suicide and I moved through that. So, um, so that's sort of what I... Um, reveal in in the book Uh, it was a long time coming because I uh really didn't disclose the fact that I have um a mental illness um and until this last year (laughs) I think um in the legal industry it's it's never been something that's been um praised or encouraged (laughs) certainly not encouraged um you know I guess there's there's a bit of a fear that and a stigma attached to um, mental illness even now it's becoming far less so. It's much more open to um, you know uh, the fact that, that many lawyers unfortunately suffer from uh, depression and um, and bipolar and, and other mental mental illnesses. So I think it's amazing that we've come, such a long way Uh, there is still definitely stigma I don't think I would be as public as I am about it if I was working for a law firm because I'm working for myself I have a newfound freedom (laughs) Um, but yeah I think part of my chapter was really just to to inspire other women that you know we can feel like you know we're on top of the world but but really you know um, our value doesn't come from how much money we might be earning in a co- corporate job or, you know, whether we're the perfect mother or whether we're, um, you know, doing everything right. It really um, is intrinsic to us and I think we need to value our time and our health more than more than anything else. And perhaps last year's, um, you know, sent bit of a message to us all that those are the things that are important and not you know the the extraneous <laughs> things so yeah 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 thank you so much for sharing
0: Davina because you're you're right it is still stigmatized a lot and so really thank you for sharing your story to help to break that down more because that's what it takes to take the stigma away is for people to to share their own their own stories and then in doing that inspire others to share and inspire others in what they can see in your story. So yeah, so thank you so much for for doing that for from <laughs> you know all of us. Um, and how can you speak to how what that looks like for you now? So you said that taking that break really um, was beneficial. To, to your to your recovery and to the strength that you've found since then. And how do, what does that look like now? How does that experience um, of, of stepping back and, and being mindful of your time influence your kind of day-to-day life now?
1: Yeah. So I think um, because I saw time, Differently, and because I was also able to step away at other points in my career and have sort of a year, um, you know, traveling and working overseas, and um, I've taken time out working for pro bono organizations and things like that, I was able to, you know, I think um, it gives you a much more holistic perspective of the opportunities and possibilities that are out there. sometimes we can get very narrow-minded, you know, sort of think that we only we have to stay in one job or we have to do things a certain way. Um I think um through my sort of wide um background and experience um I've I'm able to bring that to the table and when you know new ideas come up I, I can embrace them with without the fear that you know maybe I might be doing things you know that not the right way I mean the law really is very gray and um you know it's not all uh even though things may have been done the same way so you know every law firm has always had the billable, billable hour like you said um and they always bill by time uh I think you know, it's, it's becoming more and more clear now that there are certainly other ways to work. We can certainly offer fixed costs um, and, like you said, value-based services as opposed to any sort of, um, you know, ongoing time recording. Um, and it's better for us, like, as, as lawyers. I mean, um, it really means that that you can do good work and you're not sort of... Uh, you, you're judging your work on quality as opposed to quantity, which I think time is a, a quant- quantitative value. So a bit at the end of the day, um, you know, often it, it, it doesn't matter whether you're spending 10 hours or, or sort of seven hours on something. If you've done a quality job, <laughs> seven hours can, can be sufficient. So I think that's important. It's also like with the rapidly changing sort of tech environment we find ourselves in I think it's really good to have an open mind and start exploring sort of new ways of working Um, I'm really trying to do law differently and um, open myself up to new ways of working and it's only proven um, beneficial for my business so so I really try to listen to to clients and and take their their thoughts and ideas on board because that informs me as to the kind of direction that I can go in future and um yeah and there's a lot of cool sort of tech stuff happening as well like with AI in um contract reviews and And um, of course, um, chatbots in document um, management and document creation. So uh, these these areas are just gonna be more and more developed in in the next few years. And um, there's other innovations going on as well. Like um, I know of a woman, I think she's at the University of Western Australia who started creating contracts for immigrants um, from different languages. And it's um, very much like almost um, pick a picture-based contract now you know it, it's about sort of expanding your mind as to to what's possible and and not trying to limit it to oh this is the way we've always done things so this is how they need to be done into the future well why you know why have you always done it that way why does it need to continue to be it's about questioning you know the way we work every single step of the way (laughs) and um, I think it's really important like um, of course I've developed my own niche too that's that's been very beneficial Mm -hmm. so many lawyers um, particularly suburban general practices will cover a lot of different areas of law family criminal advancing wills everything um but by really focusing just on uh business and just on serving mums I've sort of honed into um one sort of client who I'm able to serve really really well and it makes my job easier and I think my clients appreciate that offering too so yeah yes that's That's where the sort of value your time comes into it too. You you can't really spread yourself too thin over too many areas. (laughs) Yeah, so true. And and it is a great
0: way to leverage your time because Mm. by niching, although it can be really scary to be like, oh, but I could help all of these other people and I'm Mm -hmm. saying goodbye to money. But by, by niching, we speak clearer to that specific person and so it resonates and so Mm. you will have people coming to you because they are that person needing that thing and Mm. like in that agency the agency is all for trades construction and so we don't need to advertise because there's not that many marketing agencies that only focus Mm. on trades and construction and so we find that even though we, I mean, we advertised in the big, very beginning, but because that's what we do, people who want that come, come to us. And I'm sure that you find the same thing. And I'm sure that everyone who's listening, who has got that really specific niche, who solves a specific problem for a specific person is finding that. And you're so right in that it's an easier as the service provider, because you're really good at what you do and then you get really great results. And so then you get referrals because you get really great results. And it's just this beautiful circle where you're doing the thing that you love with the people you love to serve.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's this this beautiful circle that that does help to then make sure that you're not wasting time to you know stretch your skills to meet a certain scope that you want to be able to help that it's just kind of you know you say yes to ten thousand dollars but you could have made hundred <laughs> thousand dollars time because of the <laughs> amount of you know stress that you took to go and do that thing so I love that you've, you've touched on all of those points mm-hmm. um, how does how does this time well spent for you now relate to balance as a mom and as a business owner as, mm-hmm. as well
1: yeah so um I'm very conscious of sort of planning out my weeks so um you know, there are certain things as a business owner you need to do every week, that you need to do daily, that you need to do monthly, that you need to do quarterly. Um, so it's just about designing the calendar um, to fit exactly what I need and what's priority. So, um, for example, you know, I, I'm very... I get quite obsessive about my business. So if I jump into my business first thing in the morning, it's actually not a good thing for me because I won't exercise and I won't um, indulge in some uh, write creative writing and that sort of thing. So I actually set those really beautiful um, and kind of soul-enriching tasks for the first um, hour or two of my day. And after they're done, then, you know, I get stuck into the business. And I think I'm at the point now where I'm confident that business is flowing in, that I, I don't sort of get uh, touchy at the beginning of the day, that I, I could be doing something on the business. So that I think that's the secret, sort of um, put your self-care and your self-time in your diary first um, because your business is never going to run without you looking after yourself and I think when you've got a newborn it's so difficult um because honestly
0: my workout was like three batches of five minutes this morning I was like okay I give up like yeah (laughs) okay I got 15 minutes in broken up but yeah that's okay
1: (laughs) but thank goodness like you've been there before so you know that this is for a short period of time and it will pass (laughs) (laughs) there'll be a time when there's you know a village helping and you know you'll have daycare and a bit more time to to spend on it but um but yeah it's it's so not easy and like we were saying um earlier if if a child gets sick or if you get sick like what do you do I don't know um it just makes things really difficult if you don't have family or a really strong support network. So mums have it tough, like really tough. Um, and often, you know, we bear, of course, the mental load uh, of organising all the kids, but also the sort of, um, you know, if your kid needs picking up from school, it, it tends to be mums who are going to be picking up the, the sixth child. So, um, yeah, I think oh, it's so important that, from a domestic sense uh we sort of stand up for ourselves and create some boundaries and make sure our partners be female or male are, are you know coming to the table with um with their contributions domestically and with the mental load so that we can live really fulfilling lives too um as we should in 2021 you know um i think once we can really set boundaries for ourselves and and respect um, that relationship with our partners can be stronger. And then I I also have a strong belief that, you know, everything sort of starts in the home. So if you can get that dynamic right, then things like, you know, gender parity and gender equality um, are a result of that so you know you you really have to be taking power into your own hands um and exercising that Um, I think that's yeah really important
0: yeah so funny you should say that because that's it's happening in our house at the moment with I've got a five and a half year old boy yeah. And the other day he pushed past his sister to get up the stairs, like pushed her to the side. And because I'd said, get up, like, let's go upstairs quickly. yeah, You said quickly, mom. And then so we started this conversation of, you know, being a gentleman. And like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm the mom of a boy. Okay. But I hadn't, I hadn't, we hadn't had those conversations before yeah, um, about, you know, look at dad and what he doesn't because my husband's very, very hands on.
1: yeah Um, yeah.
0: he last year spent more time with the kids than I did because I was working and he was you know here and so yeah it's really interesting that you say that because I'm in it at the moment trying to navigate my way through how do we (laughs) how do we talk about this how do we teach a boy how do I and it was so cute this morning he's like I let Avara first because I'm a gentleman (laughs) "Ah." (laughs) mum. oh gosh yeah Yeah. um, you want
1: them to be very respectful of women but you also want you know your girls to be respectful of the the men too I think it it really works both ways and um I I think you're navigating a dynamic every single day when you've got a girl and a boy (laughs) having just the one I um I don't see that dynamic I it's a bit um lacking from our house because I just have the one boy so I don't really know um but obviously he's gonna um have a lot of respect for women <laughs> yeah yes <he laughs> yeah I'm gonna make sure that
0: yeah it just wasn't something I'd thought about like you know you're so busy in the day-to-day going like <laughs> getting you fed, yeah. and you're, you're a kind like you know total equality and not even looking at the gender yeah. differences until all of a sudden you're like oh hang on <laughs> we're gonna have to have this conversation and yeah and it starts
1: um, early i mean we need to talk about body boundaries and things like that really early on so that our boys are, are aware of these these issues because you know we're responsible as mothers i mean <laughs> sorry to shoulder every mum with more <laughs> responsibility but um but you know we want our boys to be growing up um to be really respectful and mindful of of women and to acknowledge that the women's rights are human rights and in order order for them to value women we need to value ourselves and our contribution to the family and set boundaries quite clearly you know with our partners and it doesn't matter whether you're um, a stay-at-home mum and not making any money you have you know you have power within you and and within your household and and you need to claim that and acknowledge that and and um and help your your boys grow into really really strong beautiful men that um that are so respectful of of all of humanity and And all of us. Yeah. I think it's to be thinking about with my little
0: my (laughs) little (laughs) boys.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I so agree with everything that you said. And I I love that you've said, you know, you've got, we as women need to claim our, you know, our our boundaries within the Mm. home, regardless of our, our work situation. And I think that too comes back to really being mindful of time and not putting off what we want for ourselves in, mm-hmm. you know, um I, I know a lot of women who, you know, kind of switch off that aspect of themselves for, you know, 10 years to, to mm-hmm. just, to just be, be mom or they, you know, what they want seems so far away from what they're currently living that there's, you know, they procrastinate and they're like, Oh, one day, mm-hmm. one day, one day, what
1: would you say to that? to that moment. yeah yeah I think um it's not easy but there are um there are ways to move forward with your dreams even with the smallest amounts of time so um my mom's really good um she was an incredible teacher she's retired now but uh she was very big on daily practice <laughs> and the music um, uh, the the music practice that I used to have to do but it's a really good lesson you know if you want to improve at anything you know if you want if your dream is to be to write books to write children's books if your dream is to run an e-commerce store um whatever it may be you know just set aside one half hour if you can't do that 20 minutes but every single day make it a daily practice and then before you know it you'll be like Wow, this setting up an e-commerce store, that seems like I could do that, you know, that's that's great. I can do that. Um, or you know, my writing's improving and I've just devoted all I've devoted was the 20 minutes a day and, and now you know the ideas are flowing and da-da-da. So I think it's it's just about setting aside consistent time every single day um towards those dreams and goals and also prioritizing you know obviously so you know what's your biggest goal for yourself what would you know waking up in 10 years time you know I don't know maybe maybe you're 20 maybe you wake up when you're 30 like what is going to give you this huge satisfaction what's the biggest dream you have and and how can you work towards that just in a little way Um, yeah so three o'clock because we can do a lot in 10 years we can do a huge amount in 10 years I think we often think oh my god I have to do this business in one year or I have to you know make sure it's successful in one year or I have to make sure you know um I write this book in, but what if we give ourselves 10 years like you know that's a huge amount of time to and we can achieve huge things in 10 years so that's a good, a good amount of time to look forward. I think. Yeah. That's a really good answer. I think that's a really good answer because that
0: 20 minutes a day could be, you know, reading a book about it. It doesn't mean you have to go and dive in now. It's just a, a small step in that direction. And I think that too, gives us motivation and excitement and it, it's, it's building. And then you will look back in three months and be like, Oh, even though I haven't, you know, it's 20 minutes a day, but look where I am compared to where I was and getting ready to make the leap, even if you're not ready to make the leap.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know for a lot of people, they want to sort of, you know, start a business, but don't want to leave their job. So, you know, okay, well just put aside half an hour of your lunch break or something, you know, at least then you don't have the kids, you don't have the work and, and okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to learn? Um, Okay, I need to learn financials. (laughs) Um, All right, I don't really want to learn financials. Well, you better. (laughs) Um, Or I need to learn something about marketing or, you know, I need to um, just uh, delve into some Australian consumer law um, issues or read the ACCC website or, you know, whatever it may be. You know, uh, yeah, get started. I think you know, it's really easy to procrastinate and um, to put things off, but then what are you gonna, what are you waiting for, really? Um, Unfortunately, time just keeps moving on. It's the one thing that will not stop for you, it just won't. (laughs) You'll wake up and you know, 10 years is going to come when, whether you like it or not, whether you think you're too old now to start or not. I mean, that's another mindset shift we have to get around I think it's really sad when I hear people say oh I'd love to do this but I'm too old to you know I'd love to go back and study this but I'm too old and then I think if you're too old and you're 30 <laughs> um you know where does that leave the rest of it and then you see these incredible 70 year old women going back to university and doing you know mm. arts or or something they always dreamed of and that is inspiring or know the people that i met when i was climbing around the world who might have been 65 and it was their dream their whole life to climb this mountain you know and then they were finally doing it that's that's magic um Yeah. yeah. yeah so i think um i wrote in the book about um the fact that uh I realised that I would, had stopped procrastinating when I was lying in bed with my with Lucas reading him a book. Um, one, of, one of the Dr. Seuss books uh, about, um, and he he talks about the waiting, the, the waiting game or the waiting room, and he talks about you know how everyone's just waiting, waiting for a train to go, waiting for a bus to come, waiting for um, you know Friday night, waiting for. Uh, you know, the next promotion, whatever it may be, right? We're all just waiting, right? And, um, you know, I think when you finally take the plunge and start the business or, or grow your business to the next level or whatever it may be or do that thing that, you know, you think, oh, that's the hard thing, I'm putting it off. Once you do it, you're like, you're beyond the waiting room, you're beyond the place and it's that's where it starts happening. And, um, yeah, I think I that night lying in bed with him I was like yeah I've moved beyond the waiting place I'm not waiting hey. anymore I'm not waiting till I get a house or till I have a child or till I have you know um to do something I've started my business I'm loving it this is good you know stop yeah. waiting <laughs> how can for
0: those people who might be in that place, or might be looking for a new direction, or how can um, how can they be proactive, and what should they be looking at in terms of planning? What where would you direct people to look first uh,
1: for planning to start a business? Is that what you're? Thinking yeah, about? yeah. Either start a business
0: or. Um, for growth in their business, what's this, what are the, what are kind of the, the, what are the steps that people need to look at if they're looking for a change in either, yeah, starting or growing or evolving their, their business? I guess mm-hmm. that's too broad, isn't it?
1: <laughs> that's okay. I think um, I can go from there. So like, I guess when you're starting out and um, you, you really want to be getting some good sort of mentors. I think mentors are amazing. Um, so either a business coach or or someone, they'll just help you perhaps refine your offer. Um, and really just nail in sometimes on really, really simple things. I mean I remember a coach once said to me, Davina, no one's going to email you because you're Davina at the Mompreneur lawyer and no one can spell mompreneur. <laughs> like oh yeah so she said just simplify your email address I thought yeah yeah (laughs) that's gold so sometimes it'll be something really simple but will have a knock-on effect for years going forward because people now just remember oh mum lawyer they don't think the mumpreneur lawyer or anything they just think mum lawyer and they can google that and then find me so it's really really effective um yeah so it's really good to have someone in your corner be it a coach or mentor there's a lot of free government training as well um as BAS, So i think um it is something you should have a look at uh, you may be eligible to get some coaching there um there are amazing business schools like the women's business school run by um peace mitchell and katie garner um there are um plenty of of schools and and mentoring opportunities around rare birds is another one. Um, they're fabulous. I think that's um, Janine Ellis heads up that. So the the franchise or of Boost. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's plenty of opportunities for education um, and free education if you can't even you know like. But sometimes, sometimes it's actually worth putting your money down because. Sometimes when you put your money down, you're more committed and you're more inclined to implement the lessons you learn. So just be wary of, of free free coaching or, or tutoring. Um, of course, you need professionals. A lawyer in your corner, an accountant in your corner is amazing. Um, uh, and, and yeah, marketing, oh, my gosh. If you can at least understand the marketing basics and then start outsourcing your marketing to people like Annalise and agencies like that, it's awesome because um, without marketing, you're not going to get the word out there of your incredible product or service and no one's going to know about you. So I think you, you absolutely need to sort of um, have your your professionals, your lawyer, accountant, your, your marketing expert um, and, um, yeah, and your mentor. And that's a really nice sort of Round um, foundation. Seat. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah,
0: I think mm-hmm. figuring out where your gaps are between where you are and where you want to be and filling those first, <laughs> getting yeah. people around you. A lot of us don't do that. Um, I think on the journey to figuring out whether it's going to be right for us or not. But mm. it's a really important, I mean, looking back, I think it's a really important first step to to get those people on board straight away. Like I know mm. with legal and finance, I would try tried to ignore it for <laughs> as long as possible. And then, you know, we were already in the flow away. of things. I know, <laughs> it doesn't go away. And it's just important to get that foundation sorted. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Davina, for joining us today. That's been, it's been a really, um, a really incredible conversation. I think from all perspective, really inspiring, really some proactive tips and thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing your story and how that can, you know, the lessons that, that you've learned throughout, throughout your life so far. And thank you for sharing it in, in your book and, and on the podcast today
1: yeah no um, it's been such a pleasure annalise um, the book is called back yourself and and if you jump onto my website mumlawyer.com.au you can um you can purchase it via there and i'll send you a personalized um signed copy if if that's what you'd like or gift it to to a friend who wants to start a business that's that's a really nice gift um it's been such a pleasure, Annalise. It's it's just delightful talking to you. And um, thank you so much for letting me be on the show. <laughs> thank
0: you so much, Davina. You did all of that for me. I didn't have to ask you where to find you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is your website the
0: best place or can people come and hunt you on socials as well?
1: Oh, yeah. I do like Instagram, so jump onto Insta. Um, if you want to have a look, there's legal tips there too. So um, I try to make them in digestible form because no one really likes <laughs> looking at long, long videos anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Insta's yeah.
0: probably the best. Perfect. Hop on over to Instagram, <laughs> find Davina there. Um, what's your handle there?
1: Mum underscore, underscore lawyer.
0: Perfect. And honestly, if you do need a lawyer, go to the website, Davina makes it easy. Like it wasn't hard work. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like, it seems like it, could be really hard work but um Davina somehow simplified has simplified everything so I highly recommend um I highly recommend you check it out if you need that aspect in your business all right thank you um thank you again Davina thanks everyone for tuning in today and we'll catch you next time
1: amazing thanks Annalise bye Thank
0: you so much for tuning in to the Impact Business Show. Two things you should know before you go. First, come and join the party. I'm live with free marketing training in the Social Marketing Method Facebook group every single week. That's where you can ask questions and get the answers you need to simplify your strategy and amplify your income. Go to AnnaliseWarn.com forward slash group to join and come and network with an incredible community of like-minded business owners. Now, second, if you have got any value from this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe and share it out on your socials. Your support helps us reach more purpose-driven entrepreneurs and increase our impact in the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you next week. Bye.